On the north side of Chicago It's the coolest bar in town And if you go up there You better just beware You're gonna find a bunch of clowns It's a mad, mad, crazy bar The whole damn place is just so bizarre Full of all the vice and sin Where do we even begin? Tip your bartenders. Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for tuning in to another episode of As the Ale House Turns. This is Pub Crawlers with the geriatric genius and clown. How are you guys doing? What, what's it to you? <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> I'll, tell, I'll tell you what, we're alive. Now, that's true. If we were doing a death pool between Clown and me, given the COVID, that, that, the becomes, that, be, that becomes interesting. Hmm. And he, but now he's got Mrs. Clown getting Nancy, who might start going out and not social distance. And so he's got to be careful about that. Her Come on, what's, what's she doing? What's happening? Well, she's already getting, she already has a lot of people coming to the house. Is she having parties? No. House parties? No, she has physical therapists. She has nurses. Every oh. day somebody comes. And how? That makes me nervous as it is. You know, and then, uh, and, and she's gone to the doctor the last two days and stopped at Toto for a few drinks and dinner, you know, and now she wants to get her hair done. It's all bad signs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, if she can Nancy to go outside and socialize. Yeah, well, I know what started it. Monday was her granddaughter's uh, birthday. And oh. um, her daughter, oh. she hasn't seen her granddaughter in a year. Oh. Because of the, she won't let her see her because of drinking. Yikes. So she gets really depressed when the kids have birthdays. So that's what it is. Well. That's sad. Yeah, it's very sad. It's kind of social distancing though right now. Yeah. You guys have some serious issues with the kids. Yeah, really. What the hell? What the fuck's going on with that? I should why are they? Why are your children such assholes? I don't know. <laughs> well, you're, you're. Hey, Liz, you got your relatives. Your, your, your nieces and nephews are assholes, aren't they? Yeah, they're just privileged little entitled fucks. Well, that's basically what we're talking about here. You think? Yeah, but Mrs. Clown did a very poor job of raising those kids. I mean, she tried to be their friend, and these were kids that you wouldn't want to be friends with. You got to kind of crack the whip on. Yeah, I guess so. Well, she spent, you know, she spent so much time making money, you know, and she made a lot. So it takes time away from your family, for sure. If you're a single mother, you know, you can only spend so much time with the kids. If you're, if you're out uh, becoming a multimillionaire. So, so what you're saying that the, the game is make a lot of money and have plenty to give to my children maybe or 
be at home more and give them the love and support that they need. Yeah. I, I think that. <laughs> I, no, I agree. I agree with you. And I think that you got to make sacrifices to make sure that the kids know that you're there. Yeah. Yeah. But I think she drew a bad hand with these kids. <laughs> I think if she would have stayed home, she would still have asshole kids. Yeah, probably. Really? Even, oh. why, why do you say that? Well, I remember one time, Clown told me a particularly funny story that they had a cleaning lady and they, she, with her boy's gay, kind of a screaming queen kind of gay kid. And, um, <laughs> That's kind. So he, he, he came home, the cleaning lady was at the house. And uh, so the kid came home from school and he goes up to his room. All of a sudden he comes, Bob, 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 she didn't clean my bathroom. Bob, Bob. And Clown did this perfect imitation of the kid hopping all over, screaming about not getting his bathroom cleaned by the cleaning lady. And, that kind of, and then um, the daughter, I remember she bought the daughter a new sports car. Yeah, a new Camaro. And then Mrs. Clown bought, bought her daughter this brand her, new. Yeah, for her 21st birthday or something. What in the fuck? Brand she one, of those, one of those red ones? I, that is a mistake. So then she came in the bar and she bought her, I don't know how many drinks. <laughs> and and so then off in the Camaro. The kids yeah. almost faced. So Anna Marie says, hey, take me for a ride. So they go out and go up and oh down. My God. 100 miles an hour a couple times, shit faced with the top down. <laughs> That's not the role of a bartender, P.S. Well, she was off duty. Oh, all right. She didn't, she didn't uh, say, hey, everybody, I'll be back in 20 minutes. I'm going up and down the outer drive. That makes more sense. Yeah. Well, you know, I ended up, and I ended up in Cook County because of her son. Did he, he call, did he turn you in? Well, yeah, he was, I was fighting, with, I was fighting with Mrs. Clown, and he came upstairs with a baseball bat. And um, I picked up, I picked off the coffee table and threw it at him. And, um. He just called the cops. I told him I was leaving. He called the cops. They showed up, and Mrs. Clown, like, left me in there for two weeks. She did? Yeah. You didn't we remember. You did, yeah, but I don't remember. You did, how come you didn't call Howie or somebody? Because I, I didn't have any money. To call? To call. <laughs> and, nobody, and Mrs. Clown didn't tell anyone I was in there. You know, anybody, it was $200 to get out. But can I, I tell you that? Can I tell you that with every week we do this damn podcast, I really wonder how you two are still alive. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a touch, touch and go for Cloud as far as hospital stuff. Yeah, yeah, Mrs. Cloud. You know, she could easily step in front of a, a bus or something because she she's very when she's in her cups, man. Yeah, that shit can happen. Yeah, yeah, That's this kind of party an angel. Yeah, you know, it is very, I don't, who would have ever bet, tw uh, when did you first beat her, about 15 years ago, 20? 10. 10, you, oh. Well, wow. no, actually it was 12. It's yeah. only been 12 years? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, guys make it, you make it sound like you've known her since like 1969. Those are taxi miles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, they packed a lot in on those 12 years. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah, well, I, I can't I'm, believe it's I'm only been 12 out. years. Yeah. Wow. Has it felt like 12? <laughs> <laughs> the clown, clown used to live in one of her buildings over at Halstead. 
Yeah, well, I lived, I, and I also, uh, I took over an apartment from her son. He had an apartment on Sedgwick, and uh, it wasn't good enough for him, so I took it. <laughs> yeah, these are wonderful kids. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Love your fucking kids. Yeah, you see? Entitled little fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, normal. at this point, why, why even, why... Like, do you feel that much of like parental need to continue to try and try and try? Well, I don't think it's that. I think it's just the grandchildren. She really wants to see her grandchildren. Why? What the fuck? Because what they're her grandchildren, not her children. She doesn't care about her children. <laughs> she wants to see the little kids. <laughs> That's my point. What, why care about the grandchildren? Because she loves them. She's her grandmother. I don't get it. <laughs> well, you don't have any children. No, I've never wanted them. The only thing I want, I, the only thing I, when I see children, the only thing yeah. I she, she's is the fact that they're, they're money suckers and time suckers. Nah. Wait, you, you, you would disagree that children are money suckers and time suckers? Yeah, I do. Oh my gosh, are you fucking kidding me? Well, I don't feel that way toward my children. I think it really depends on you situation but, you're in. Do you, do, you feel that way toward, do you feel that way towards her children? There's a lot of luck involved. You see a person. No, I don't feel bad toward my children like that. Well, are your kids speaking to you yet? Um, <laughs> yeah, two of them are. One is not. Rose isn't. She, but, but she's she'll, always... She'll get over it. But the other kids are talking. There's yeah. so much drama. Yeah, yeah, I know. You guys are you know, like I, a bunch you of... You know what happened? You know what it is, though? Everything's worse because of this damn virus. Yeah, Everyone, I Everyone's already pissed off. I'm not. <laughs> well, I am. Well, yeah, you're correct. Every time I go out and walk the dog and I see people running around without their mask on and stuff, I want them all to die. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I did have... They're doing all kinds of road work around my house. And uh, so I just go to the driving range or the golf course. And today, coming back, now, they got streets blocked off, so you can't go down this street and that. And I got to take weird route home. I mean, it's normally just five minutes back and forth. But so I'm coming. I got to make this go up to Stony Island. Then I can make a come down 55th Street. And then the, some jogger, some Looked like a University of Chicago professor, big guy, about 30-something, with no shirt. And he's running right down the middle of the street. And fuck it. So when he comes by, I say, you stupid fuckface. You can't run, run, you know, run on this. you got to run in the middle of it. He's stuck. What did you call me? So I had my golf clubs there. So I grabbed a club, and I jumped out of the car. <laughs> and uh, the I says, okay, motherfucker. I says, I'd love to take some of your fucking ugly teeth out. So he said, oh, fuck you, and he just started running again. Then I pull into my alley, and there's some uh, Hispanic guy. I think he, yeah, he kind of looked Hispanic. And he's got his little red car blocking the alley. So I started honking. So he says, go, you can get by. I said, fuck you, I can't get by. What the fuck are you talking about, stupid fucking piece of shit? Get the fuck out of the fucking alley. And the guy said, yeah, I don't like the way you're talking. You know, I mean. But that's life, my normal Your life behavior. is so hard. Yeah, but I don't need the corona for that. Your I mean, life is so hard. 
Well, I mean, what am I supposed to be quiet and not say anything? No, but like if your only issue is that somebody's blocking an alley for a hot second. Yeah, also, why do you have to be so aggressive? I'd say the same thing to you. I'd say, calm down, old man. Yeah, but I like to be aggressive. Well, I mean, I know that's who you are. No, I'm not even trying to push buttons. It's the only also, thing that. Also, what is what is their ethnicity matter in describing the story? Um, it explains probably. It's for instance. Let me explain why ethnicity is so important. Have you ever noticed in certain neighborhoods when like black guys walk across the street, they'll do the real slow pimp walk, which delays you going because they're just they're dragging one leg. Yeah, they're just kind yeah. of across, doing that whole pimp thing. I feel like you. I feel like you live in a '70s movie. Yeah, but, yeah, but now you will never <laughs> see a, a black guy walk do a pimp walk in a Hispanic neighborhood. You know why? Because the macho Mexican will run them over. <laughs> so that's why you have to be conscious of ethnicity where you're at. <laughs> I just gave you a life lesson. You're a real piece of work. Hey, speaking of... Uh, I'm 80 years old, I'm still here. And a lot of people wanted to kill me. I know, you told me many stories about that. I honestly, every, every week I wonder how you two are still alive. Not, not, not has nothing to do with Corona. Clown, clown used to be extremely obnoxious when he drank with people. That's why guys like Jukebox Show and Billy Rose and stuff would hated him because he was. Wait, 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 what's the, what's your beef with Jukebox Joe, clown? I think he just, he just didn't like me because I didn't really uh, act respectful toward him. No, clown didn't act respectful. See, I. Wait, what, is, what does that mean? Like you just call him a, a dick or something? No, no, nothing confrontational. Your jukeboxes suck. I just didn't kiss his ass. I didn't shake his hand whenever he walked in the door. And one well, actually, is he, one, is he like the Godfather? There, yeah, there's one time in particular that was actually pretty damn funny. He came into the bar one time. And there were like eight people in there, and he bought drinks for everybody in the bar but me. <laughs> I've done that to people. And I told Grace. Grace was the bartender. And I told Grace to buy him a drink from me. <laughs> well, so yeah, you wouldn't so those guys wrong. <laughs> what's the, what's, uh, who else has a beef with clown? Oh, all those are all. Bill, those. Oh, yeah. Bill the cop. Why? Same deal? Well, yeah, same thing. They all kind of hung out together. I don't understand, like, why. I've never kissed Bill the cop. Yeah, well, that, like, that was because of Becca. Billy Rose had a thing for Becca. So he was going to be her well, protector. He was, so he, he, he went out. When they, were, when they were arresting me for Becca, I was out in front of Corcoran's, and, and Billy Rose was over there talking to the arresting officers about me, basically yeah. telling them to take me in. <laughs> but you know what? With that, Becca, that whole Becca thing, I kind of, I kind of was the catalyst because I yeah. spread a false rumor that Billy Rose and Lisa Rose had a three-way with Becca. <laughs> and I told that to Clown, and he went nuts. <laughs> he went fucking crazy. Yeah, I did. And, and, and it was really a great lie. I mean, I, <laughs> I sold it. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know, Bruce, wow. Bruce, Bruce, you know, he, 
Bruce, Bruce has the, he, stories. Imagine that. Bruce puts those plastic cups out in front of people. Like I'm not, you know, I got the next drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I put my plastic cup and threw it in his face. Yeah, he what? Yeah, he did. Con was Dumped very off his face. Con was very aggressive doing stuff like that. At least it wasn't a glass hey, pint glass. Stop. Glass cup. Speaking speaking of jukebox show, uh, I got I get I'd say about every three days I get a drunken call from Faggy Pants, usually early, and so I usually have the phone turned up because I'm doing my naps. But you know, I get up early, but then I go back to sleep. So I don't. I miss a lot of Faggy Pants' calls, but anyway, today I forgot to turn the damn phone off, and I was, I, I think I was kind of waking up when it rang. So it's Faggy Pants. So he, of course, you know, a lot of people aren't usually drunk at like nine thirty in the morning, and um, so he just and he just rambles. He just rambles, and so he say, "You know that guy with the Italian accent." What's his name? He came into the store. He came into the my walk because you know he's got that Walgreens out in on um, I think on Madison Street out in Westchester or someplace like that. Some some almost all black um, Walgreens. In fact, I think he's the only white employee other than the pharmacist. And um, so I, I says, well, what do you mean an Italian accent? Yeah, he's got an Italian accent, and he's saying, hey. Danny, how you doing? And you know he's doing this whole thing. And I'm like, what an Italian! And then I said, "Was it Jukebox Joe?" And then he's just going on. And I said, "Jukebox? Oh yeah, yeah, it was Jukebox Joe." But it took him like ten minutes to translate that over into. Yeah, he couldn't remember Joe's name. Doesn't but he have to? Doesn't he have to go to work? How is he drinking at nine thirty a.m.? Well, it's his day off. I mean, on his day off, he just drinks. Oh, all right. That, that makes me feel a little bit better. But he's got a, he's got a problem. He's got a DUI thing hanging over his head. And he needs his car to get to uh, to work. So how does he get there? I guess he drives. I guess it's still in being litigated. I, can't can't you get a special... You should probably edit that out. <laughs> Can't you get a, a um, yeah, I think so to drive to work. Yeah, I think sometimes I'll let you But he said his story was interesting. He said the cop let him drive his car home because he was only a block from his house. So he said, if I was really drunk, would you let me do that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I think there's a moral here, Danny. You know, don't drink and drive. But Jesus Christ, putting the poor, putting a screaming queen guy out in the middle of, of Gerwin. <laughs> you know, what the fuck? You know what? I got to be honest. I feel like all of his time at the alehouse has prepped him for these situations. Oh, he got in so much trouble at that. I mean, speaking of Billy Rose, I remember one time, Faggy Pants is in there and he's doing one of his numbers. He's completely shit-faced and he's pissing everybody off. And Billy Rose said, hey, why don't you just calm down or something like that? And uh, Faggy Pants said, don't start with me. And Billy Rose jumped up and said, I want to start with you. I'll finish you, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, you know, again, I, these characters, how you guys walk this earth for as long as you do, 
do with all this craziness. I just want to tell all the listeners, I'm now looking at two of the homeliest dogs I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I mean, if they had a child, I just can't even imagine. <laughs> um, hey, speaking of, uh, of uh, death and corona, um, how about fucking John Kane? Herman. Or, sorry, Herman Cain. John, um, yeah, John Cain. Who is, who is her yeah, John Lewis. John, uh, Cain. John Lewis. Herman Cain. That, Cain. It, I, yeah, I know I've been posting all over, um, thank God Street Jimmy's my pal, because he's been, I can't paste stuff on Facebook because I get, my suspension's up tomorrow night, I think. My latest suspension, uh, my latest 30-day suspension. But um, Jimmy's been doing a lot of stuff, favors for me, and he's been posting my my painting of Herman Cain filling up inappropriate touching with the uh, that blonde. It's really a it's really a great painting. I'd forgotten how nice it is. And um, but Herman Cain is really I, he he really takes being a Sambo and an Uncle Tom to a, to the next dimension. And it's really fun, the great pictures of him at that Tulsa rally of Trump's. No mask, that shitty grin on his face, and just surrounded by people, <laughs> every bit as disgusting looking as he is. And then nine days later, he's diagnosed with uh, corona, and then he, he cashes in his chips today. It's really funny. It's just beautifully, I, I, write, I write about it in my blog tomorrow. I mean, that's, the, that's like sort of the perfect example of karma, huh? Well, it's happened to a few people. There's some other Republican that was a couple of days ago, some uh, congressman. Well, they, well yeah, the uh, Gomert. Don't you yeah, like Gomert, that? Yeah, yeah, Don't you like that? And he talks, and he looks like Gomert, and he talks like Gomert. Uh, yeah, he, he, he they, they caught him just before we could get on Trump's plane, fly to Texas with him. Yeah, I, it, it'd be great if it was just those people if all those fucking Republicans with, you know, the anti-maskers would get it and die, but then they spread it to other people. So you, it's just not foolproof. I mean, do are people really refusing to do it just because of a political reasons? I mean, that's just so ignorant. That's just, well, that's how, well, how did Trump get elected? God. Ignorant. It's like, why wouldn't you just do it? You know, it's just, it's not that big of a deal. Because it, it impedes on their freedom. Yeah, but you know what? You know what else does? Stopping at stop signs. That does. And, and seat belts. belts. And speed limits. Drunk driving, not being able to drunk and drunk, you know. That we all follow laws, man. I mean, what? You got to follow yeah. a few. So stupid. Yeah. But it's right. risking people's lives. I mean, that's the problem. It's not, you know. Yeah, but the people that like willfully, you all go to that Tulsa rally. And they, they crowded. They wanted that crowds to look big, so they put everybody together. Yeah, it's it's really. Uh, but uh, yeah, Urban Kane. Yeah, I did, that painting I did is really quite. You know, if there's somebody out there to really like a great painting, check it out because I got no place to put stuff anymore. I've got no place. Hmm? Yeah, now at the bar. Hey, what's going on at the bar? Well, we're we, you know Toby is checking in to see what it would be involved in getting a. Temporary food license, you know, like just to have a. I think River Shannon just has like a pizza, a, pizza oven. Yeah, 
But I, mean, I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you, that little pizza that they make has saved my ass a few times. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't realize they're open by some great it's big delicious What constitutes food? Well, I guess I guess a pizza oven does. I mean, like, so they have a popcorn machine. Does that count? I don't think that would count. Uh, I, you know, it's stupid. It's stupid. We're the only bar in Old Town that can't be open right now. That's really unfortunate. Well, yeah, actually, Johnny Ale told me that, um, you know, they made a few bucks. I mean, it was worth it, was worth it for the bartender. Yeah, which is really fucking sad. Even more sad, right? Because they were actually doing well. Well, here's the big thing with the Republicans are going to have to deal with. After tomorrow, that 600, extra 600 bucks a week no longer exists. Now, the Democrats want to extend it for another three months or longer, maybe. And the, Dem and the Republicans don't want to because they're saying they're, they're, they're really uh, mindless Republicans say, well, people won't work as long as they're getting that nice unemployment check. The thing about giving that $600 to those particular people is it goes immediately into the, in, into the economy. These people buy shit. It's not like giving Walmart money and they just go over to China or something. So uh, I think the Republicans are really taking a big-ass risk by not going along with extending this 600 bucks. But it's, if, they if they don't, it's gonna really hurt a lot of people. Well, and people are gonna start getting evicted too. Oh, sure. That's gonna, that's gonna expire. Absolutely. So they're gonna have 30 million people out of work and kicked and, out of their homes. And I think today some, was some kind of economic measure, which was the worst in history, some kind of Yeah, I saw, I saw some statistic too. Yeah. The market only went down 200 points. Uh, Ukraine, Mike is still making money off the market. Really? Yeah. He's like a, he's he, like a cockroach. He was touting some stock to uh, Ruth, and we didn't do it, of course. And then he just said, well, it went up four times, asshole. <laughs> so, um, and I think it, I don't know where his uh, Eli Musk stock is right now, but I mean, he sold too, way too low. But that thing, that thing was going through the world. But people are making money on the market. I got a hunch, though, it's going to all go tumbling down. Yeah, I don't see how it's, I think it's been kept afloat because of all the government uh, bailouts. I think so, too. But that only goes for so far. Right. And if people, if people can't buy shit, I mean, that's the secret. Henry Ford, Nazi boy that he was, he understood that you got to give people enough money to buy his cars. He understood that much. That's why it's called currency. Is that what it's called? Currency, because it's a current that moves. Oh. <laughs> hey, oh. how about the demon lady? Stella. You know, <laughs> I want to know more about that her. That made me chuckle. I, I just can't understand that why the press isn't all over her. I want to see her interviewed and I mean, alien DNA, that's put, they're putting that in vaccinations, and they're working on vaccinations to make people not religious. I mean, I love this bra. And she, Jesus, look at her. Good fucking God. I wouldn't want to arm wrestle a bitch. 
Yeah, she's a big mean. And Trump's and Trump's posted that shit. And this hydro hydrochlox or hydrochloroquine or whatever. Yeah. How long do you think it took him to learn how to say that? Every time he says it, I think, God, he must have spent days memorizing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, he's certainly what I think his whole strategy now is. When he, I mean, he can't, he can't officially um, post. He wants to postpone the the, the election. He, he says it, it's it's too too risky to have an election now. So he says that today, which did take attention away from uh, from uh, John Lewis and uh, Herman Cain, which is probably what he was thinking about. But I think what he wants to do is because he figures he's going to probably lose that he wants to make it seem like it was a, it was fixed. Right. And, and so that he didn't really lose. He won't be a loser yeah. that way. Yeah, that's probably it. That's his strategy. Yeah. Because he's not going to be able to uh, postpone the election. That's because you can't do it. You, that, that, that's an act of Congress and there's no way they're going to do it. And then, but by saying uh, uh, mail-in votes make it illegitimate, there's too much fraud. Um, therefore, I didn't really. And remember, he said he lost by three million votes in the popular election. He said that was all fake. Yeah, I know. Remember? And he appointed a commission, and they said no. Well, it was completely. That's why it's funny that he thinks it's also fraudulent. But I got a big kick out of Herman Cain dying. I mean, I just wish we would have had pictures, lots of pain. Um, you know. It's been, a, it's been a good week for a lot of this crazy shit. I, I'm telling you, I, I'm still floored by the fact that this, this COVID doctor that he's all about literally has said, like, can you imagine, well, you guys don't get pap smears and such, but can you imagine going to the gyne gynecologist and saying, uh, well, you have a cyst or you have this and that, and it's, you should really stop having sex with aliens. Well, demons. Demons. Demons are the, the demons. Yeah, the reason you got the clap is from demons. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's what it was. I could see, I could see, see someone saying that to you, Bruce, and you being like, "Oh yeah, well actually, she was fucking, she was a demon." Yeah. Like you would, I feel like that would be a part of the. But, but I want to know. I want some of the alien DNA. Yeah. But this bitch. She just became a doctor, I think. I think she's brand new. And she had these other people, white coats, standing behind her. But, of course, it's Texas. So, you know, Louis Gohmert and uh, demons and very... What, what, what do you got in your wrist? Oh, that's a wristwatch. My watch. Oh. Um, I listened to uh, the Michelle Obama podcast today. She launched a podcast. Oh, she did? Yeah, and she What's just she had the about? first episode. Do you have to pay? Nope. It's free on Spotify. And uh, her first guest was Barack. What a shock. Yeah. He's a busy boy today. It was good. It was really good. They talk a lot about Chicago. Oh, yeah? It was really focused on um, uh, actually some of the stuff that we talked about on community and how uh, parenting and you need to sort of show love and support and that's no different than, you know, when you're a citizen and you're working in community service and him is a politician and that, you know, just different research. It was really good. I, I recommend it. Have a listen. 
for a podcast. It was nice, it was nice to hear a smart and logical conversation. Well, what do you, don't you listen to our podcast? I'm just talking like, you know, with a political figure because most of the shit we're hearing now is so ridiculous. Yeah. Hey, weren't you supposed to get some, get to talk about some guests? Yeah, I'm working on it. Oh, hey, everybody. Guess what? It's 9.30 p.m. and we're recording this. See, I, I am flexible and try to uh, accommodate the genius whenever he asks. No, oh, oh, really? It's really hard at 9.30 at night. Your schedule is so goddamn busy. I literally got done giving a lecture for the Vernon Park Public Library. I literally got done at 8.20 p.m. That was the one on the boat? No, I, that was a physical boat tour yesterday. Tonight was an online Zoom lecture. Oh, what'd you what'd you lecture about? Your history. Oh, the huge. How many people? Um, listen, how many people listened to your lecture? I. She said there were like forty or fifty people registered. Oh, really? It's a webinar, so I can't see anything except for my slides and shit. Um, but yeah, usually this would just be, I would wrap it up and I would just maybe like send off a fire off a couple of more emails, pour myself a glass of wine and just start chilling, chilling. Well, um, Steven, the actor, I haven't heard anything from him since his vicious assault on my character. Oh, uh, you know what? I actually, um, I, I have an email drafted to him, but I haven't sent it. I'll send it. Yeah. See what he has. I'm to curious to see if he would say. Yes, I agree, even though Bruce is involved. <laughs> oh, well, he's, you know, he's very, he's got a very thespian brain, and uh, he, he craves attention, so I don't Maybe know. he'll show up in character. Maybe this is just going to be like a, a thing, a, an acting gig for him. I, he couldn't sustain an accent that long. No, you not know, an accent. Was... I said acting, acting gig. Acting gig? What do you mean? Yeah, because he really Girl wouldn't want to show up because you know he, you guys are, ha are in the middle of a, of a little spat. So maybe he'd approach this as showing up as a, for a job. I don't understand what you're saying. That's all right. It's too much for you. Um, yeah. I need to watch uh, the portions of the John Lewis funeral. Did you watch it? Fortunately. Um, First of all, I think there should be a law that you've got to bury somebody within 48 fucking hours. These, these two-week funerals sicken me. Sicken me. I mean, come on. They gotta take them like here. A, it took like a week to get him across that bridge, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, named so after Clamber. No, but I mean, you know, they take him to D.C. and you got, then they take him here, then they take him there, and then they finally... And then I went over to the, I mean, I turned on the TV just to see what was, what was happening. They were just starting to, and I cannot stand that whole um, Southern Baptist style of, I mean, I can't, and then the music just sickens me because curdles my blood. But anyway, I watched a few of the beginning. I watched, I watched H.W. Bush, I mean, W. Bush with that horrible fucking smirk. And then Clinton just really should just stay under that rock now. And so then I went over, I hit golf balls for two hours. I came back just as Barack was talking. We were going to do the eulogy. Like, get the mother. And then the, you watch that military thing where they got to take these little baby half steps. And, uh, and they all got to be different, Marines and Air Force and sailors. And 
Yeah, put, Jesus Christ. Put the motherfucker underground. Get it over with. I mean, McCain, McCain was really disgusting, but th this, this is, come on. I mean, at least Lewis is a better human being, but um, I don't like these extended, I'm not going to have that. I'm not going to, I'm, I'm going to wave. <laughs> I'm waving the honor guard. We'll keep that in mind. Yeah, I know. No, oh, no, no, Bruce said no. Get him in the ground. No, 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 no not invite no, Bill Clinton. No, 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 no <laughs> I, I promised my brain to science. So, uh, that, that's kind are, of all, are all of your organs spoken for? Yeah, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. I, I'd like to know. Yeah, well, I don't know if there's any left for you. Maybe no, I don't, I don't need any. I'm just curious as to who gets them. Who gets what? Well, the, I mean, I, the the big hospitals have been John Hopkins and <laughs> Mayo Clinic and all have been fighting over the brain. And I, <laughs> I think we should put them all in jars and just put them up in the alehouse around. You the know, Jimmy Jimmy really badly wanted Ruben's leg in a jar. That's <laughs> So gross. That no, is so gross. The bar. That is so nasty. And I said, Jimmy, probably the best we could do would be some toes. Okay, man, that'd be cool too. And uh, his leg was so disgusting yeah. when it was attached to him. Can you imagine if it was when it was detached? Ugh. Sorry, well, it was big pig's foot. <laughs> oh god. If it was floating in a big jar of formaldehyde. Formaldehyde. <laughs> god. <laughs> That would be something. But, I, I think I think I, I think you like your, your customers when they're there. So, well, do you remember speaking of Billy Rose too? Um, do you remember when Ruben? Were you in the bar that night when Ruben? Um, what the hell did they laugh off? His leg, his foot, his leg, his foot. No, when he started he hemorrhaging. Yeah, yeah he hemorrhaging. Didn't notice it. <laughs> yeah. And I thought there was a, a red rag below his bar stool. And I just noticed the rag kept getting bigger. Oh, God. So, so I said, Ruben, <laughs> are you bleeding? I don't know. So he reached out, oh, fuck, yeah. I mean, it was huge. It was huge. And, and the thing about it was, so I got, I got some uh, paper towels, but I couldn't get it because the clots were floating on top of the blood, <gasps> and you couldn't absorb the clots. So, Ruben, Ruben, so we have to call 911. The guy's big. Massive amounts of blood are all under his bar stool. So the, the, um, the um, ambulance arrives, they come in with a gurney, and here's a really, I forget who screwed up the picture. Somebody would <laughs> take a picture. As he's leaving, he reaches over to finish off his beer, he's on the gurney. <laughs> And they didn't get the picture. I mean, they didn't get it right. So when they leave, so Billy Rose and, oh, yeah, and Mitt treat it like a crime scene. They, they, get, they, get, they knew exactly how to get all the blood out. It was right. And getting the, those clots, because those clots don't adhere to anything. It was very impressive. Impress if you ever murder somebody, you want those guys to come over and clean up, because they know exactly what they're doing. <laughs> I mean, I just remember sitting there having beers and all of a sudden just the smell would overtake you. 
Now that was. He was Ruben. Fuck, that was t- awful, awful. Yeah. That stench. Yeah, he he. Well, and Ruben would he would have caught COVID so quick. <laughs> yeah, he would have. That would have taken him out right away. He was the opposite of Street Jimmy. You know, Jimmy would get Ruben would get everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. he got that. What's what do you get in the hospital when you go in? He got that, Mercer. right? Mercer. Yeah. Mercer. And then when I, they put him in that, they took him out of Northwestern and put him in that old uh, that home that uh, place up on Will. I think it was Wilson. Yeah. I went up to see him. They got him in with the fucking AIDS patient. I said, "Do you put normally put Mercer people in with AIDS people?" Is that? Oh, gee, maybe we shouldn't do that. <laughs> he probably would have had a decent lawsuit, but at that point, the family didn't know what the hell to do with him. It was uh, oh golly, these people. I, miss, I really miss him though. I, I find that I miss Fox and him. You know, Buskill would be surly and stayed out the other, but I mean, but the um, Fox and and Ruben were just such great company. Yeah, I miss I miss Ruben too. You know what's funny? Um, something came up on my like Facebook memories. I don't remember what it was, but lately I've been seeing a lot of form like memories with comments from Buzzkill, and it made me sad. Yeah, yeah, it it was. I mean, his 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 mom told me the highlight of his life was being on Anthony Bourdain. He yeah. loved Anthony Bourdain. He knew who Anthony Bourdain was way before I did. His girlfriend Maria used to make him go to all the aunt whenever Anthony Bourdain would come to Chicago and speak, they'd go and see him. I mean, he, he and it's so funny that when he did the layover show when Bourdain came and did that was the first show. I remember his producer said, "Tell no one we're coming," because they came in before the bar would be open, you know. But tell no one. Well, Bukovic just happened to show up, but it was just basically. Toby, Gracie, Bukovic, and the bartender. I don't know. I forget who was bartending the first time. And um, so we, they were, we'd, we'd done it. We'd been in there for about two hours. The, he had this big Cadillac that he had, was renting from this couple. And, uh, for, and so we were going to take get in the Cadillac and go from the alehouse and go over to the... Um, the Billy Goat for lunch. And Bourdain and I had been drinking beer for two hours, you know, and so we're getting all set and we're standing by the door. They're going to give us the okay when it's, they got the camera set up for us to come out of the door and get in the Cadillac. Just then the door, there's a knock on the door. Bourdain opens the fucking door and who's there but Buzzkill. And he's just staring, he's just looking up at Bourdain like, what? What? <laughs> Anthony Bourdain? It's a, and, and, and so I said, uh, Anthony, this is uh, Buzzkill. And he says, yeah, I know. And Buzzkill just goes, I saw you. I saw you at the Chicago Theater. And he says, oh, yeah? And then we leave. So <laughs> that, was, that was his first meeting with, with Bourdain. But I, he was speechless. He was just absolutely. Well, that's nice that that happened for him. Well, it was a lot nicer when he got to do the show. We did that. Yeah, that was good. Except he blew it. He blew it for us Cub fans. Well, what? How could anybody save it for a Cub fan? 
I mean, I don't know. No, I don't know either. Um, all right. We should probably wrap this up. That was good a good conclusion going down memory lane with some regulars. Yeah. Well, what are we gonna name it? Ruben's clots? <laughs> yeah. Ruben's clots <laughs> are not Ruben's okay. clots are not, not absorbent. <laughs> not absorbent clots. The stench within. The stench. Whatever. Well, there's all kinds to work with. Okay. Well, clown, thanks for hanging. And we want some guests. So we want some guest contact. Uh, well, we had Herman Cain lined up, right? We did have oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> Another one bites the dust. He was going to be on the next show. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was about not wearing masks. He died of a hoax. Yeah, it was a hoax. Um, <laughs> well, clown, alien, clown, thanks how, about, how about alien DNA? I like that. I like the sound of that. Demon, how, I like that demon seed. Demon seed. Demon. Demon. Beware the demon seed. Lord. All right, uh, genius. I'm Say. Exhausted. I'm exhausted. Genius. Okay. Good night, genius. No, no, you're supposed to say good night. Say good night, genius. I just did say good night, no, genius. You said good night, genius. Oh, uh, must have cut out. I said say good night, genius. Good night, genius. <laughs> God, thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll catch you next time. Bye.